The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. While you're getting in touch about that, let's talk about Halloween. We're only into the first week of October already. Decorations appearing in houses and housing estates around the country. And much like Christmas and Easter, it seems to happen a little bit earlier every single year. Our reporter Elaine Smith has been out and about in Cork asking people if and when they decorate their homes. This year we have a small baby. We're going to dress her up, so we will. And what do you usually decorate the house with? Something pretty scary. Um, cobwebs and hands sticking out of the garden. Um, scary faces and masks. Basic, but scary. Our neighbours have their Halloween um, decorations up now already, but they have two 11-year-olds, so they're really excited. I think people decorate whenever they want now. I see people putting Christmas decorations up from um, mid-October, so I I think it's never too early anymore. At home, my parents definitely still do put them up for like trick-or-treaters, because I live in a state, so we normally get a lot of kids coming around. Just like a pumpkin outside the door, like a little banner or something. And when do you start putting them up? I think now we kind of only do it like a few days before Halloween, but we used to do it like at the start of October. The fantastic thing to do. For the grandkids now, when they come, and they'd be delighted. I'd just scare them and, and, and the front door on windows and all. So that's what they love. And I dress up and laugh and black hair, and I'm going to put on a mask and argument. I did that, ah! <laughs> you're, you're a young man still. I know I'm not young anymore, but you have to feel young. And kids love that. So that's what life is about. I do love an occasional Halloween decoration, but it's hard to put them up in student accommodation. But at home, we we do like to put up them sometimes, but it was mainly when I was a kid and things. And then we'd get trick-or-treaters as well. I might do a pumpkin this year. We'll see. All right, a little bit of enthusiasm there for the people of Cork, speaking to our reporter Elaine Smith. Jen Hogan, the journalist, joins me now. Jen, you're big on Halloween decorations, is that right? Oh, huge on Halloween decorations. I loved that gentleman there saying, you're only young once. I'm not young still, but you still have to act. But that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's about kind of capturing that magic. And I suppose I still have uh, some very young kids, but my teens are also really into it. So we make a big, big thing of Halloween and the decorations, a lot of talk goes into the decorations. Pure tack now, full full scale tacky. <laughs> like we have the projectors, everything. There'll be uh, ghosts and ghouls hanging from everywhere, lights, you name it. But it's just all I suppose about getting into the spirit of it and just enjoying the season. And, and, and have you kind of, are you one of these people who sits down and plans it meticulously? I mean, is there a theme every year or does it just look like Mr. Price vomited on the front of your house? <laughs> looks like Mr. Price vomited on the front of my house. It's, I'd love to be that person who is really good with aesthetics and, you know, could plan everything out. I leave that to my sisters. But I, I, I have these great ideas. It just doesn't work out like that. And even yesterday now, I was out with the teens and uh, one of them has a part-time job and he's he's only he's not long there. And with his pay packet, he's like, oh, I'll just get a few decorations now to throw into the mix. <laughs> so even he's getting into it, you know. And, you know, teenagers, um, you don't expect that perhaps of them. But I think it's just the whole vibe in the house and the whole vibe around this time of year. And I think over the pandemic as well, particularly, we had to try and find our own ways to kind of lift the spirits. And maybe that's why you see the decorations appear so much earlier now. A bit like the Christmas tree going up in the middle of November. Yeah, because I'm not just being kind of curmudgeonly. They they genuinely are appearing earlier, aren't they? They are. I do think you're being a bit bad Halloween book there now, though, Kieran. (laughs) There was a real tone of that off, you know, at the beginning. (laughs) Uh, The 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 leaves haven't even gone brown on the trees yet. (laughs) 
Uh, it's October. Once it's the 1st of October, it's fair game for Halloween. Completely fair game. I know there was lots of complaints about the decorations sneaking into the shops in and around the end of August before the kids had even gone back to school. And you hear the usual complaints about that. And we already, of course, have lots of Christmas decorations and advent calendars and all that there. And there is that whole, God, we're rushing through life and it's always on to the next stage. But I think as people generally, you moderate it towards whatever time of season it is. But I think October is Halloween, not the 31st, October. The whole month is Halloween, so it's all fair game. So have you got them up? Did you do it this weekend or planning to we, do it next weekend? We, what, what's, what's the we, plan there? They were supposed to go up this weekend, but we had a couple of things going on, so they got delayed. So they go up this week, so that was why, uh, in terms of trying to console the kids a little bit, because they didn't get them up this weekend. We said, right, we're going, we'll take stock of what we have. We've got a couple of other new things, and we were out happy Halloween shopping, and during the week, and it's great bribery as well to get them to help clear the place too. Come on, we need to tidy up. We want to get these decorations up, so it's not all left to me. There's also, so absolutely, a, there's also it strikes me, Jen, and I don't know how you find it with the kids, there's more kind of formal Halloween events than there were when we were young. Like we we dressed up on Halloween night for trick or treat, and maybe there might have been a day in school where you brought in a mask or something like that. Whereas now, I mean, there's stuff in the local GA club, there's stuff in the yeah. local basketball club, the swimming club, whatever activity they're involved in, they will turn up dressed up as something or other. And often there's more than one outfit change over the course of the season. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so much thought going gone in already too, especially the younger kids. I can hear them because they'll have numerous things to go to. And there'll be dress up day in school and in different uh, different dress up days and different activities they do, like you said there. And we have really, I suppose, we've copied that tradition perhaps a little bit from the states, but we sent Halloween to the states in the first place, so it doesn't it doesn't seem unreasonable to take back the big deal that they make of it over there. And there is a lot of consideration goes into it. And I know my own children's school didn't used to let the boys go in dressed up for Halloween. It's it's a school where there's boy is a boys school and a girls school and we've in the last few years they have been allowed to go in and I used Sorry, to sit what back was the rationale daughter. for that? I don't know. The girls school allowed them dress up but the boys school didn't. It was kinda of hard if you had in my case my daughter's older so she could go in dressed up and her brothers couldn't into the boys school it's changed now and the boys school allow it now and it's fantastic. Fantastic in theory. Fantastic for the kids because they're all delighted dress like no other on the morning when they're going in you're trying to get the face painting done and the different costumes done and making sure everybody looks the way they want to look and you know mm. I'm not the most talented artist that is but <laughs> you have that whole additional stress but it is all look it's lovely for them and there, but there's lots of formal like there's lots of where there's uh, Santa experiences there's lots of Halloween experiences now so we really have got into the whole commercial side of it which is a different pressure I don't know if it's a quite the same pressure as Christmas you know where uh, parents really feel it at Christmas time you know taking them off to do something special at Christmas and ex- have one of those Santa experiences but there are Halloween experiences that is really capitalizing on the whole um changing feelings that there are yeah. about Halloween and like I mean when you think even when we were growing up the black bag served a multitude you cut the cut the neck out and then went the head outside the two arms and you were a cat or a witch or a wheelie bin or whatever your mother felt like telling you you were that year you looked the same and out you went now there's huge talk was into it and less of the homemade costumes a lot more of the shop shop bought yeah. costumes so that well, brings a different financial pressure well of course when we were younger the black bag served as a, a, a witch's outfit a witch's cape in a mm-hmm. lot of cases uh, Terry Prone is with me as well chairman of the communications clinic Terry am I right in uh, recalling you're quite down on Halloween no I'm not down on all of it I think that it is fantastic for kids to learn how to make ghost noises and to have fangs and blood seeping out of various parts of them and funny wigs and all that jazz. What I find appalling is that we allow the association with witches to continue 
even though we know what we are commemorating is the murder, the worst atrocity committed against women in the history of the world. And we have kids dressing up as witches and they have broomsticks and it's all ho, ho, ho. I find that outrageous. Explain to people what you're talking about there. In the 14th, 15th and 16th centuries, the witch craze happened. And what happened, Kieran, was that the Catholic Church sent out its witch finders general into cities and towns and little villages up in the Alps everywhere. And what they were looking for were people who were witches, who were doing witchcraft and in love with Satan and all that crap. But the main thing that they did, how they did it, was they picked out exceptional women. They picked out exceptionally beautiful women, exceptionally old and ugly women. They picked out women who knew how to use herbs. They picked out midwives and nurses who knew how to set bones. And they tortured them, and they drowned them, and they burned them alive. 60,000 of them. And that was undeniably awful, but The fact that some young girls will dress up as witches this Halloween, does that really perpetuate that discrimination if they're not aware of that link? My dear (laughs) Kieran, I do not think that many of Jen Hogan's peers are going to be dressing up their kids in white toweling bathrobes to go out and imitate Harvey Weinstein. Because, do you know what? They would think it was in appalling taste. Harvey Weinstein didn't kill anybody. And yet, we say, oh, sure, it's a oh, listen, it's a long time ago. Yeah, 60,000 women died a long time ago. But they had enough impact so that women are still scared today to say, yes, I'm ambitious. Yes, I'm driven. Yes, I want to be uh, outstanding. We learned cowardice, and rightly so, out of the witch craze. We learned how to be careful, how to be cautious, how to not trust men. And that that is a sad thing. I appreciate that the connection with little girls dressed up in pointy hats and cloaks is a long-distance connection. Yeah, because to them it's, it's just a connection with the Disney movie, and it's just identifying a sinister character because that's what we associate Halloween with, isn't it? Yeah, and similarly, I mean, right now you can't look at the old uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs because enough people have said, no, no, that is grossly defamatory of old women because the witch is just an old woman with all of the facial characteristics of old women. We're beginning to realise that... An awful lot of what we thought was harmless in the past wasn't that harmless. And fair dues to Disney. They have moved, taken a quantum leap in terms of their movies in the last 10 years, in terms of their heroines, their princesses, as opposed to the total garbage that we experienced when we were young. There are people who give out about the Disneyfication of of Halloween and that it's more kind of a fancy dress party than anything scary it it strikes me that you might actually welcome that that you know people are dressing up as superheroes possibly rather than uh, something sinister I I think that there's two things about Halloween that really should be encouraged one is dressing up I think that dressing up and play acting and pretending to be something that frightens you 
is an extraordinarily healthy thing. It's a really good thing. The other thing is I'd love to see some of the old games, the ducking for apples and Mm -hmm. stuff, revived because they have gone into abeyance to a great extent and they were terribly funny. Well, let, let me go back to Jen Hogan on that. Jen, are you going to be doing any of them in and amongst all the, the, yeah. the, the decor? Is there going to be bobbing for apples? Absolutely. I mean, that's what Terry said there is, is spot on. They were the fun things about Halloween from our own childhood. They were the crack. And bringing back those games is very much part of what we'll be doing on the evening as well as knocking around the house. And one thing I can't get my head around is that we now say trick or treat. It should be help the Halloween party. That part I do resent, that change that whoa, we made whoa. towards Hold trick your horses. or treat. What do you think we should say? help the Halloween party. That's what you're supposed to say. This trick-or-treat thing's all American. I know so is some of the traditions, but at the same time, the help helps the Halloween party is what we always said. Had you you a favourite game to play? I liked, yeah, I suppose the bob, the apples bobbing and wash, but that was always good fun. And then my mother used to hide change in the mashed potato then you'd have as well at dinner. And, you <laughs> know, that brilliant. was always fun. To make here here, we, here we are cutting our grapes in half for our children these days so they don't choke <laughs> them. But our parents were shoving copper coins into the middle of our mashed potatoes. <laughs> Terry, have you, a fav- have you a favourite Halloween game? There was a thing where my father used to tie a string to the top of a mm-hmm. door and we had to chase and try and take a bite out of an apple that was yeah. hanging from the string. And that actually drove me insane as a kid and also cost me several teeth as a small child <laughs> because I was so determined to capture the apple. And of course, just as you think you've done it, bang, it goes swinging off in the other direction. Well, I don't know if you ever did the one with the flower where you've it. A cherry or a grape on top of the flower, and yeah. the kids have to keep slicing it away. And then, whoever the flower falls, they dip their face in the water and then dip it into the. My kids absolutely love that one. You get flour, <laughs> wet flour all over the place, worse than normal flour. It's half dough that you're trying to pick out of the carpet for weeks afterwards. Anyway, it's great fun, and I'm all for those games. Listen, it's been a really interesting chat. Terry Prone is chairman of the Communications Clinic, and Jen Hogan is a journalist and author. Terry Prone is right, says Una, quite simply. The treatment of witches to somebody else was was undoubtedly heinous and appalling but it's nothing to do with Halloween anymore uh, lots of other people uh, are lamenting the fact that it is happening so early the decorations one listener Christmas chocolate advent calendars are on sale and done ah, here give us a break for God's sake 53106 when do you put the Halloween decorations up is it too early this year is it getting too early every year simply text in with your favourite Halloween game like I said for Jen it's bobbing for apples for Terry it's the apple on the string for my kids it's the grape and the flower and the wet face being dunked into it what's yours 53106 The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.